You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. We had a good one today. Uh, Man, a lot of topics. Three Stooges and Three Kings of the NFL Weekend, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, What else? We got the mascot matchups of the week. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And then uh, we did an NFT topic. And then we did a get to know you section where uh, you find out a little bit about us and uh, the shit that we do, including uh, George flipping an ATV. Absolutely. (laughs) And me crashing. And you crashing. Um, Yeah, man, it was a lot of fun today. Uh, I'm not going to waste too much time for the people on this intro. Listen to the podcast. You're really going to like it. The one thing I will say is make sure you guys follow us everywhere at the sports on tap and at pod that. And if you want to be on the podcast with a submitted question or a get to know us section at the end, just go check out the get to us section. Hit us up in our DMs at pod that. Uh, until then, you can always find us at the sports on tap.com. And you know what we like to say, George? We like to say cheers to sports. Enjoy the podcast. The question is, are you ready? I'm ready to roll. You're ready to roll. Well, we're already recording. So here we are, and it is NFL Week 10 that we're coming into now, I believe, right? NFL Week 10, and uh, I'm ready to rumble, George. We got three Kings, three Stooges of NFL quarterbacks. We have our NFL mascot challenge. Who would win in the mascot matchups? And uh, we got a little NFT NFL story and a little get to know us section that's new on the podcast. So with all that said, happy November 10th and happy Wednesday. Happy November 10th, man. Uh, Tomorrow, just give a quick shout out. Uh, Everyone, most people are going to be off work tomorrow. Happy Veterans Day to all those veterans who've sacrificed, you know, a lot out there. And, uh, you know, what you guys do is harder than what we do. So um, we really do appreciate it. Shout out to the veterans. That was a good call. And uh, NFL did a lot of cool things for like the Veterans Day week, honoring them this week. Um, And I'm sure we'll have something cool on Thursday night football um, tomorrow to honor Veterans Day as well, which it's it's Ravens Dolphins. Yeah, we'll have something cool going on there, I'm sure. And uh, happy Veterans Day. Happy Veteran Week, whatever it may be for you. And let's get rolling. We have a tricky ass three kings, three stooges this week because we made a vouch to ourselves, George, that we would not do like quarterbacks that like played one game, right? Like Tyrod Taylor came in today. He can't be a stooge or not today. Sorry. On Sunday, whatever. He can't be the stooge of the week because he had one game. You, you got to have some, some consistency. Yeah. If you miss one game and come back, you could probably still be on the list, which a guy like yeah. the Kings list, maybe a Kyler Murray for would be on there. But this week was tricky. We had a lot of failures, uh, and the successes for quarterbacks specifically, I felt like weren't very widespread around the league. Even the teams won. Yeah, no, it was it was a bad week for quarterbacks in general. I, that's why I feel like two guys who are actually going to be on our Kings list, which we'll get to later, were guys who didn't even fucking play this week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that that's I think that's gonna be pretty evident evident there. But now here's the thing. You're right, it is tricky here. Um, we did make a vow to ourselves, and we're gonna keep that vow. You know, that's why when people get married to do vows, they don't break them like you know, after one week. Might break them after a few weeks, where it's just a huge exception. 
but not after one week. So here's the thing. Um, I'm going to get this kicked off and started by a guy who uh, didn't play last week, and I think he just remains on the Stooges list, and Jared Goff. I think we we could both uh, just agree Jared Goff remains on the Stooge list here. Yeah, and I don't know if he would be for sure if we were considering the backup quarterbacks that haven't been starting, like the Tyrod Taylors of the world, you know, or the – whatever the Jacoby Brissett's of the world, but for Jared Goff, he's the one guy that is really easily on this list that has his job, like locked in and secured. You know what I mean? Like that's not locked. I'm not saying he's keeping that Detroit job, but like he's clearly the starter on that team while also finding a way to be one of the worst quarterbacks in the entire NFL. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just like, kind of going through my, uh, if you listen to just talk pot of George, George, I do do my uh, quarterback power rankings I actually have him as 28th, but the four guys, I guess the four guys ahead uh, behind him I have, and I don't think any of them are eligible for our Stooges list, if, unless you think any of them are. Trevor Simeon, Jacoby Brissett, T- Taylor Heineke, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, other than Heineke, maybe no one is eligible for that list? Heineke's 115% eligible to be on that list. I mean, he's the starter on the team. He's not just like a one-game backup. He's been there since week right. one, I believe. Yeah, so he those guys are behind Goff on my list. Yeah, um, and I think another thing that to consider here is Trevor Simeon is going to be the starter basically for the Saints moving forward. Now unless they I go think, with Taysom Hill, and then I think me and you will be obliged to keep putting him on the Stooge list. That's an exception I'll make after one week, just to let you know. Yeah, that that will that will also not be allowed, but I will definitely understand the reasoning behind that. If you don't know, George and I are very um what's this what, how do you say it? First of all, Anti- big, <laughs> Anti- first of all, big <laughs> Well, no, first of all, big Jameis Winston fans. So the whole Taysom versus Jameis thing rubbed us the wrong way throughout the offseason more than anything. I think I think it has more to do with that than it has to do with anti-Taysom Hill. Because if Taysom Hill was on the, I don't know, the freaking Houston Texans, I don't think we would even talk about it. Yeah, no, we would not talk about him if he was on the Houston Texans. I wouldn't care. Yeah, so uh, I think Trump Simeon will be eligible next week if he continues to play. But I think the easy, obvious one, even though I, there's something about the guy that I like, it's Taylor Heineke. I mean, he he's obviously yeah. one of the worst three starters in the league right now, with exception of the guys who are filling in or backups. Um, so I think we have to easily place Taylor Heineke there. And now mm-hmm. I think those two are pretty obvious. Now the hard part here is, like we've talked about, which is like, like a guy like Zach Wilson hasn't played, right? Mm-hmm. And they said and Matt White is the starter going into the Buffalo Bills game. So he's going to be off this eligibility for a few weeks. Yeah. And Matt White or Mike White is not, he's Mike played White. too good. He's played too good for the games that he's been playing for him to be, uh, to be on the Stooges list. Well, he's more close to being a King. Let's, uh, you know, put some respect on Mike White's name. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately he's not because of the, uh, injury last week but if he doubled down that performance he actually would have been close to a king in the terms of this game all right so i'm gonna throw some names out on this list for you and you can tell me who you think is worth discussing to be on the three stooges we can um sam darnold trevor lawrence and frankly that's about it i don't think there's anyone else we can really put on this list um 
other than those two names right there. And Sam Darnold, uh, man, what a fall off the last few weeks. I think I guess he got back to seeing Bill Belichick and seeing ghosts again. Seeing ghosts. Sam Darnold is definitely seeing ghosts again. And uh, I think he's the only obvious answer that's left on this list. And it's a little unfortunate. It was obviously a big fall off. He is playing like one of the Stooges. But if if we were considering considering those backup quarterbacks, yeah, he might not have been down to the like Tyrod Taylor level. But the problem is a lot of the other quarterbacks we mentioned last week, Trevor Lawrence shockingly won against Buffalo. And you had mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield that you wanted on the list. And he put up a 40 point game against Cincinnati somehow. And then Ben Roethlisberger, we both wanted on the list. He's, he won a pretty, I know it was against the bears, but he he's playing as, as I guess functional as possible, right? Like right. To keep the team going and Justin Fields himself as well. And that loss to Pittsburgh, he's starting to look like a better quarterback every week. Like he's starting to get more comfortable. Um, so I PFF, like obvi- PFF had him as the highest rated quarterback in the NFL this week. That doesn't make any sense. That's why sometimes PFFs don't make sense. <laughs> I, I know. I was yeah, like, really? I mean, they okay. couldn't even. But he threw like one touchdown, maybe two. Yeah. Yeah. Highest rate. Graded. Not rated. Sorry. Graded. Whatever that means. Exactly. That's the point. Whatever that means. Right. So yep. I think uh, he, he's playing better, but in, I don't think there's a sting, single damn statistic you can show me or, or tape you could show a scout and say he was the best graded quarterback although the quarterback play this week i think we, i think we figured it out it's obviously darnold trevor uh not trevor lawrence so who is it sam darnold uh jared goff and taylor yeah. heineke are our three stooges and welcome to the stooges taylor heineke, fellas yeah. welcome to being the three stooges of the nfl and i think it's obvious those are the ones we don't have to regurgitate it too much but i do before we get to the kings have to say there is something crazy about the quarterback play that has was just really awful this week. I mean, as you know, which I'll talk about at the end of this podcast, we're going to start doing a little get to know you section about what we do. And if, hopefully you guys will do some user submitted things telling us about you a little bit more. But I want to talk about my first experience at SoFi Stadium. Uh, I went to the Sunday night football game against the Titans. Even a game like that where you have the number one seed in the AFC Titans, their own quarterback didn't play very well, right? Ryan Tannehill played awful. Not awful, but he hasn't been that good this year. Uh, Matt Stafford looked like a bottom five quarterback this week, and he was in our Kings last week. And then you had, like, Mahomes doesn't understand how to play football anymore. Jordan Love was out there instead of Aaron Rodgers, looked awful. You had Josh Allen losing to the Titans. Um, Well, Brady had a bye week, and then Kyler Murray's also hurt. And 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he doesn't know how to play football either. It it literally like a, a complete shit show out there, and you just like to be honest, one of the only quarterbacks. And oh, Derek Carr lost another guy that was high up on the list. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow lost a guy who was playing really well as well. He also uh, leads now the NFL in interceptions alongside Sam Darnold. See, it, all that is insane. We're there's one quarterback. Oh, and Dak Prescott and the Cowboys lost the one quarterback, which I know this is going to make you uh uh pretty happy the one quarterback that even though he's not playing that well either but he's been reliable and making comebacks has been lamar jackson yeah yeah he's he's only different type of style quarterback and maybe that's you know we went from like he can't win because of that style to maybe you need to be able to do more than 
stand in a pocket and throw. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but he's become like I think everyone, most people are saying he's become a top five pack pocket passer this year, according to numbers in the NFL. He's just been he's been actually absolutely good in the pocket, especially as in the second half of the games. But I think that's because of the running, right? They have to take away the running. But anyway, this is not Lamar Jackson podcast. Then general, the quarterback play this week was absurdly bad. Yeah, but I mean, there's a reason you said it's not a Lamar Jackson podcast, but he's going to be the first topic. I think we, we're talking about quarterbacks that played well and could be considered on the Kings list for the first time in our 10 weeks of doing this podcast this year. Right. And I I do want to say something to what you said. He's not a top five pocket passer by trade, right, in the NFL. By trade, no. Yeah, he's not. I mean, there's still 10 guys you'd probably pick, but what you said is the truth, which is, Right now, it's interesting. A lot of the pocket passers, with the exception to maybe a couple old men, a.k.a. Tom Brady, who didn't play this week, and Aaron Rodgers, who didn't play this week, uh, they're, people are struggling at the quarterback position, this especially this week. And being somebody like Lamar Jackson, who has so much versatility and so much danger outside of the mm-hmm. pocket, and you have to... You can't blitz your linebackers if he gets through. It's going to be a touchdown, right? You have to have a, like a QB spy. You have to set up yep. your zone in a certain way to to hold him down that also opens up so much more room in your pocket. And if the pocket's not open, you're going to get an open run. If the run's not open, you're going to have an open pocket. And it's, it's such a blessing that he is holding up athletically injury wise. Um, Knock on wood of the NFL injuries this year. (laughs) There you go. I'm knocked. And I, I, I'm just so impressed with the fact that he's show he's showing the like, Instead of having to be great at just one thing, it's showing that like being great at running and then also being great at throwing and not being the best at either one, maybe or he's the best running quarterback, but you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. not the best runner on the field. But he's all, he's not the best passer on the field, but he's really great at two really important things. And he, I think for me, all that said is I think he has to be on the QB Kings list this week. I kind of feel like he has to too, but in a weird way, like it does a disservice. I mean, okay. I agree with you. You know, I'm the biggest Lamar Jackson fan. I think he needs to be on the QB Kings list this week, but I don't think, I really think if Aaron Rodgers played this week, he wouldn't be on the QBs Kings list. If he played, you said, yeah, if Aaron Rodgers played, I think Aaron Rodgers, even I'd have Lamar Jackson fourth. Just want to, you know, say that even as much as I love Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I think – okay, can I just say – I'm going to blurt it out loud who obvious the four candidates are. And I think any if anybody argues these four candidates outside of injury reasons, like you're insane, it's Kyler Murray, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Lamar Jackson. Yes, those are the and four. And it's going to be Russell Wilson probably in a week or two as long as he comes back healthy from this injury. Yeah, he'll be right in that conversation. Josh Allen is going to remain in that conversation. Justin a little bit. Her- yeah, <laughs> right Justin now. Her- I mean, Justin Herbert? Um, that was a very good win this week. And I think he's just outside of that conversation right now, but he's someone who could enter the, you know, enter the chat room. As they say, <laughs> Justin Herbert yeah. has entered the chat. Here's my thing of Justin Herbert. And that's, here's the thing with Josh Allen too, this year. Like I'm not worried about the talent and like how great they're going to be. We got to look at this pretty, like the point of this list is looking at it like throughout the season. Guys like Derek Carr has have just had good numbers as like Justin Herbert in many ways, but there's been some good wins, some bad losses. And the same thing with Justin Herbert. That's the same thing with uh, 
with uh, what's his name? Josh Allen. Like you can't lose to the Jags and continue to be like considered in this list. There's only a couple guys right now. I'm saying at least right now, yeah. in this part of the season that have actually separated themselves. Yeah. And, and the, it's, it's the four, four guys. It's the four guys you said. Um, one thing interesting about Lamar is like you said it too about the comebacks, right? I mean, the whole thing was, all right, cool. Lamar Jackson is great, but he can't come back. Like if they, if there's a deficit, there's no way this team comes back. That And that was true. That was true. For yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't seasons. a whole thing. That was yeah, like the reality. Was, yeah, that yeah. was the reality. Then this week, this year, he leads the NFL with three double digit comebacks in the second half. It's yeah. kind of remarkable, especially with all the injuries the, the Ravens have this year. And I think he had a fourth pretty decent comeback as well. I have a picture of it on my phone, actually. Of all, let me bring. Yeah, it, it was up the Detroit. It was the Detroit Lions game where he threw that pass to set up Justin Tucker's sixty-five yard field goal. But I think they were down nine, so it doesn't count as a double-digit comeback. Yeah, but forget double digits. Even I mean, like the, the, the picture I was looking at, it, it showed in the third quarter down sixteen to three against the Colts. It mm-hmm. showed down twenty-four to ten against the at halftime against the Vikings. It shows. Baltimore, uh, when it was they were down at Detroit with like a, two minutes left in the game mm-hmm. before they came back, and then down at the start of the fourth quarter, thirty-five to twenty-four against Kansas City this year when they won all those games, and you can't count them out this year with Lamar Jackson, and nope, he's one of those guys that's up there. But I- I'll tell you my list personally right now today, mm-hmm. and let's see if we can come to an agreement on this because we do have to come up with three quarterbacks. I'm personally going to value availability. Your greatest ability is availability, right? Okay. So I'm going to put Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady. They've played every single game. Okay. And then what I would personally do, this is a, this, and this is not a shot at the quarterback. It just happens to be the truth. It's Kyler Murray's out for a game for an ankle injury. Aaron Rodgers is out because of all the controversy, whatever the shot. And I would say, that those two deserve a coin flip. Because if I'm looking at Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady, they're also two guys that like, and this is just a weird way I'm seeing it. You got a 44-year-old, how the hell are you not missing a game or not getting hurt? And then you have skinny Lamar Jackson who runs just as much as he throws and like actually gets hit and all these things. And they're at every game. They haven't missed a moment. They haven't missed a moment because of vaccines. They haven't missed a moment because of injury, nothing. And so I feel like they should get the not like the nod for the list because of availability. And then I personally think it's almost virtually impossible to pick pick between Kyler Murray and and uh, Aaron Rodgers. Like I, okay. I don't. I, before you continue, and if I don't convince you here on what I say, throw a coin flip. I'm cool with it. I'm gonna it has to, to do with if it has no, to do has, with Aaron Rodgers and the vaccine. It does. It has two things. Yeah, okay, I already disagree. Wait, no, no. Okay, but but you you, you gotta told me this. Listen. Wait, I know. Well, but for no, the it's... listeners, no, just hold on. You told me this before today, and I think it's a dumb reason. So go okay. for it. Well, here's the thing. Two things actually, and one of them I didn't tell you today. One, Kyler Murray versus uh, Aaron Rodgers. Ky- Aaron Rodgers just cost his team a game. Now, Kyler Murray, I kind of feel like if the Cardinals also lost this game, but they got in Colt McGoy in one, he didn't cost them a game. And they still have, like, they're still in that driver's seat. So in a weird way, I'm like, okay, maybe it shows Aaron Rodgers more valuable. But 
Aaron Rodgers by not getting the vaccine, which I do, which I don't care. He can do whatever he wants, but now he can't. He like if you were vaccinated, you don't have to do the ten days. You can get the shot. You can get retested and play that weekend. He cost his team, I think, home field advantage due to his own choices. Kyler Murray didn't choose to get hurt, so do the choices. If you don't agree with it, I'm totally fine. I can't hear you for some reason, and I don't know why. I muted myself. Oh, okay. Kyler Murray, <laughs> Kyler Murray puts himself in a lot of situations to hurt himself. The way he plays football, number one, number two, number that meant, two, that's to make his team better. Aaron Rodgers not getting the vaccine does not affect is not making your team not better or better. The guy unfortunately caught COVID in the process or whatever. There are players who have been vaccinated that caught COVID. And there is no, you cannot scientifically tell me like, and I'm, you know, I'm vaccinated. I don't care. I'm just saying you can't scientifically tell me that the vaccine a hundred percent means you would never get COVID. No. So we're all no. talking about players that have, it's not about putting yourself in that situation. It's actually about the fact that unfortunately right now, some players get COVID and you can't play. Even if he was vaccinated, he wouldn't have been able to play that day. He, he might have, have. easier. No, he, he might have an easier process for this week against Seattle, but he was within the seven days of the game, so he would not have been able to play this week. It would have been a zero percent chance. You, I, you might be wrong. It. You might you might be wrong. You might be right. Whatever. It you seems can't like play. It you still I, have I, a window. It, it might. I might. We might be wrong. You might be right. I don't want to argue about that. My question is here. I didn't convince you, which is totally fine. So no, no, I'm not done with what I was saying. Why can Why did you make me listen to your spiel, but you can't listen to mine? Because I got to finish the coin flip. Like I no, not... because no, because you also add, you kept adding things that were like I thought what you were saying was actually going against what you said, which or against your idea. Because Kyler Murray also, uh, their their team won without him. Mm -hmm. The the Kings Kings doesn't mean who's whose teams are better without each other. No, it's actually who's more like who's the better quarterback right now in the season. And what I saw showed that the Packers need Aaron Rodgers, and he's probably more valuable than Kyler Murray is to his team. That's a plus for Aaron Rodgers on my side. And last but not least, the plus for Aaron Rodgers. Um, you lost me because you were just saying some crazy stuff. What were you saying that Aaron Rodgers saying, cost him? Oh, yeah. I remember what the last one is. Can I? Can I? Uh, can I offer you up a, a little scenario? Sure. If those two team played. Quarterback to quarterback, who do you think would win? Well, we already saw it. And who won? Packers. Here's one more thing I'm going to offer you. Do you who do you think was more in touch with the backup quarterback throughout the week, preparing them to play the game? A guy like Aaron Rodgers, who's a complete asshole and probably wants to see Jordan Love fail, or Kyler Murray, who wants his team to win without him or well, with him? You you can't be in the facility with COVID, first and foremost. Number one. Number two. Message. Number two, really dumb comparison again, George. You're talking about Kyler Murray, a guy who went on a Dan Patrick show and said no words for 12 minutes like a complete asshole. So it's really bad comparison. You're talking like about Dan two Patrick. guys. No, he's done it. He did it all through the combine. You're talking about two guys who have a bad history of being asses sometimes. Flip a damn coin, bro. I didn't convince you. I tried my best. It's obvious it should be Aaron Rodgers. The guy won the so. matchup. Okay, you call your heads or tails? I'm calling tails. You obviously want Kyler Murray, so. Fuck, it was tails.
Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think you won the last heads or tails battle we I had. I did. I won last week. So. Yeah, so, so, all right. Kyler Murray, you're a king. So we have Tom Brady. We have Long Jackson, Kyler Murray, and we have Aaron Rodgers, who should have been one of the kings. But we'll, we'll leave that for next week after. Uh, well, I guess we got to see what happens next week if he plays. Actually, he will for sure not be in it if he play, doesn't play two weeks in a row. But so maybe Murray, too. It's one of those things like it would have been so much easier if Stafford didn't lay an egg or Carr didn't lay an egg or Prescott didn't lay an egg or Allen didn't lay an egg this week. I think we could have put one of those three, three of them ahead of Murray or Rogers, but all those quarterbacks and Mahomes all laid eggs. We almost had three straight quarterbacks that didn't play this week. We were like, if we could have, like, it could have been Murray, Brady, and Rogers. Like, let's just say. We, we could have had three quarterbacks that didn't play this week, which shows how bad the quarterback play was this week that we didn't even want to consider. Like, And Lamar Jackson was down. If he lost, we would have had for sure three quarterbacks Who that didn't, didn't play, play this week and be like, all right, that's <laughs> nobody else even gave us an a, a idea of why we should consider. I, I know. It's, 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 it's pretty crazy. All right. Well, George, three stooges were – you repeat the three stooges for me? All right, three stooges were Taylor Heineke, you're a stooge. Jared Goff, you're a stooge. And Sam Darnold, you are a stooge. And that Sam Darnold experience, the experiment has failed. Yeah, that's it's over. They're, they're moving on. If they can. And then I think they had to give him a little extension when they signed this contract or the trade or whatever. But we'll see. We'll see what they can fucking do. I have a question for you. And this guy's not anywhere near the Stooges because he's actually been okay this year. 15 touchdowns, three interceptions. Two of them were absolute shit show interceptions. Carson Wentz. Quick question for you. So I was reading this thing, right? So the Colts are three and five right now. They have a shot, still a very slight shot, right? At a playoff shot spot, like super slight. If so, there is a clause in the thing with the um, Philadelphia Eagles. If Carson Wentz plays eighty, I think seventy-five or eighty percent of the snaps this year, it be- that second-round pick becomes a first-round pick to the Eagles. Do the Colts like kind of sit him out a few games at some point this season to not e- equal that seventy-five, eighty percent? You can't kind of sit somebody out. That's not how NFL works. You can say, hey, Carson, we like you, bro, but we want to keep that first-round pick and get you some more I wish you could. I wish you could at least have, like, given me a realistic option, a realistic, like, uh, like give he me a ha- realistic, like, Okay, idea. I'll give you a realistic idea. The guy has two bad ankles, remember, and he opted out to play through the ankles this year okay. then, so and you're, wait for the offseason for the surgery. Uh, I'll give you the realistic thing. You're saying if there's no chance to make the playoffs in like mm-hmm. four weeks, resting him because he has two bad ankles. That's different than saying, hey, buddy, do you want to not play quarterback for a couple weeks for draft picks? <laughs> well, no, because yeah, of course not. Of, because 90% of first round draft picks are failing now in the NFL and they don't, a lot of teams are shitty at drafting him. You want to, you want to have that? You think they would say that to him? No, but I would say they would say something like, hey, man, I know you're a little banged up. Let's take a couple weeks off, and this is the reason why you're still our quarterback on it next year. I'm just wondering what you like, how that team would, and, and I'm sure their fans would want that too. I don't think you know how NFL locker rooms work. Like, I, this is one thing that I'm very confident in, that it's completely different than NBA, 
in other leagues, like from everything I've ever listened to from like coaches on podcasts, scouts, the NFL doesn't believe in tanking. Like nobody in the NFL actually tries to lose games on purpose because the NFL lifespan, the players have to play like your lifespan's a year or two in the NFL max. Isn't the average three? For most, in, wouldn't, in, wouldn't like, this be like the anti-tanking? I don't know how this would work. He just hasn't. I don't know if it's seventy-five or eighty percent of his snaps, but like, I'm just saying, if he might, if they were out of a playoff race with three games or four games left, go get your ankle surgery and keep your first-round draft pick instead of playing for no reason. Okay, that's a lot different than what you said at the beginning, though. So that's come. You're saying if a guy is out of the playoffs, you just said, do you think they try to sit him out a few games here and there? That's what you said. <laughs> No, no, I said few games here and there if they don't have a shot, a realistic shot at making the playoffs. I don't think you said it if they don't have a shot. You just said they're three and five, but three and five is like a game or two out of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. right in there now. I No, no, if they're even 500, they're not sitting them out. But let's just say they're, I don't know, seven. This is not too and, long. Yes, I, I know, know what you mean. You're saying like if there's no, if they're eliminated from the playoffs and both his ankles are swollen, yes, they could say like <laughs> no need to play today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of yeah. the point. That had nothing to do with Stooges. I don't even know how that came out there. But anyways, the because oh, uh, Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz are both redheads. That's how fair it enough. popped into my mind. It was a redhead conversation. <laughs> and uh, I was just going to re-say the three kings before we moved on, which were Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Tom Brady. And uh, it's time for, more importantly... The mascot matchups of the week, George. And Beautiful. we are starting with the good old Baltimore Ravens against the Miami Dolphins. Who do you got? All right. I got the Ravens in this one because they, while the Dolphins swimming, the Raven can fly out of nowhere and stab him with his beak. Give me the Ravens. Dolphins also do happen to just be sitting there and smiling. Out of most am- animals, you know, there's all those pictures of them smiling. So I feel you on yeah. that. They're nice animals. All right, so we got the Buffalo Bills versus the New York Jets. I'm going to go with the Jets. Uh, the Bills, I think last time I was researching about this last week, a, a, a bill is really hard to kill. Um, but the Jets is a plane. It's sourly brutal. brutal. I, like This matchup's really an odd one because it's a plane. But the plane would definitely... Uh, be able to take down the animal so we're gonna before go before we continue does home field advantage count here it has nothing to do with mascots so no okay all right just wondering why would that count like for example i think like a let's see i don't think a lion would do good in the snow i think lions do fine in the snow but maybe a better example would be like if you had a I don't know. If you're considering Miami a dolphins in the water, like the bird can't really survive in the water. Yeah, or like a buccaneer like going to... George, use it at your own discretion, okay? okay. I'm going on to the next one. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Washington football team. But the football team, George, football team does have a mascot. I just have to be okay. reminded. <laughs> All right, they do. Okay, good. Um, I'll get you that in one second. It is a... Or was this one of them that didn't have one? I think uh, maybe I have canceled their mascot as well. Um, I got it. It is. uh, Ted the Bird is an unofficial mascot. Give me the Buccaneers. They usually 
pirates usually got guns and swords and weaponry and cannons, and a, a bird usually doesn't. Okay, a good one. A good one to just make it obvious. It's a pirate. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Falcons at the Cowboys. I gotta go with the Cowboys. Cowboys are always going to have weaponry be on horses. Even the Cowboys are a really dynamic one because it's like they have weaponry. And we're just going against the bird. They would shoot him down pretty easily. We're easily settling with the Dallas Cowboys on this one. And next up, we have the New Orleans Saints. That's a tricky one, but I'm George interpret it the way he wants against the Titans. I'm glad you let me interpret it the way I want because we have two gods going against each other here. And it's the battle of the gods. <laughs> I don't know who's going to win the battle of the gods, to be honest. But the Titans are bigger. They're a bigger god. Give me the Titans. I don't know if that's true, but that's fair. Let's roll with it. All right. We got the Jaguars. Rawr. At the Colts. Yeehaw. All right. I, I, I would like if you didn't take my, my shine on my, uh, my questions here, but that's fair. We'll go with the Jaguars because a Jaguar, I think, can only be killed by one animal in the entire uh, wildlife world. I think we looked it up. What is it, anaconda or something like that? Yeah, anaconda, anaconda. And that's why when we buy our first NFL team, they are going to be called the fucking anacondas. Which, by the way, this is a little bit of an issue for me is that the Jags are going to win almost every week unless they play like the New York Jets. But I regress or digress, whatever they say. The Jaguars are losing this week, shockingly. No, are winning this week. Sorry, because, of course, they'll beat a Colt. We have, this is an interesting matchup. We have the Detroit Lions, a strong, what, king of the, king of the animal, or king of the animal the king kingdom? Of a, yeah, king of the jungle. King of the jungle. King of the jungle. I was like, there's no way it's king of kingdom. King of the jungle against the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is, we looked up, a pretty big man with a giant steel rod. I don't know if it can defeat a lion, but what say you? Lions are feisty animals. They might jump on top of a guy with the little hatchet thing and just like rip his heart out. Um, most this is actually a closer matchup. If I was to do the odds, I think seven out of ten times the lion wins, and I think this is one of the seven times. I like the move. The Browns, yes, the Browns. It's a dog, I think, or something like that. At the Patriots, Sammy, the floor is yours. This is one of the most even <laughs> matchups out there. I mean, like, if we're just going with a patriotic American, I don't know if we're talking about some guy that's in shape. It could be some fat man sitting on his couch. We don't know. But it's Veterans Day. Don't forget, it's Veterans Day weekend. Okay. I mean, they're not the veterans. They're the patriots. So I'm going to ignore that comment because I, I, you're trying to tell me to be patriotic, but that's not necessarily the meaning of the term. Right? Isn't it? Is it just technically Americans? Something like that, yeah. Nobody knows what the fuck the Patriots technically mean. We're patriotic, so whatever. It's Veterans Day. We go off the Patriots because most humans could probably take down a dog anyways. So, Absolutely. happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day weekend, and I'll give the Patriots the win over the dog in the Browns. We have the Minnesota Vikings. The way, Even the way the, the word sounds, the Vikings... It always sounds hard to beat against a lightning bolt from the Chargers. Sammy, what's the only thing that could make someone really, really like a group of people in big trouble at sea? Lightning. 
lightning in a storm. And that will sink the Vikings ship this week. The Chargers and the lightning bolt. Give me the Chargers. I didn't know that we, you're going to just hand them a ship like that, but that's fine. Also, I don't think it's good to get hit with lightning when you're in like metal armor, correct? Isn't metal not like, right. doesn't like the, doesn't like the lightning. I think that is doesn't a little dangerous. Like, it's very dangerous for the Vikings. You're playing with danger here. Sammy, we got two animals for you. We got the Panthers at the Cardinals. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to say this is an easy one. The Panthers in 100 out of 100 matchups are taking down the little bird in the Cardinals. I, I agree there. We have the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a, that's a tricky bird right there against the Broncos. I wonder in the history of the world, has a eagle ever killed a horse? This is just something I you know, would like to know as far as future references. This is a really tough matchup. Um, I'm going to go with the Broncos here just in case the Eagle doesn't see it coming in against Trampels. I'm going to make this very quick with you, George, because I think that was a very good question. On, <laughs> it's on Quora.com. Which would win in a fight, an Eagle or a horse? Um, given a normal size, a normal size Eagle, normal size horse, I would suspect it to be a draw with both living <laughs> to fight another day. Though there's a very good chance the horse would later die because it was blind. Mind you, why would an eagle attack a horse? Far too much effort when there are rabbits and other smaller animals available. That was one of the worst answers I could have probably gotten. Yeah, I just want to know who would fucking win, dude. Like, you don't be smart asses with me. Quora. Quora's full of smart asses. You know, I think we know the answer, George. The answer is... Uh, they're too big to like kill a horse, but I think an eagle can give you like a nice cut in the neck, like out of nowhere and run. So I think they'd both live to fight to see another day. Uh, next up, but, oh, that's you, that's you, Sammy. You got the Seahawks at the Packers. Well, I am a Seattle Seahawks fan, so fuck the Packers. It's just the dude that's packing things. So I'm going with the Seahawks. That bird usually is out of shape too. Yeah, and those birds are scary. I've seen the Seahawk that sits at the games. I don't mess with birds like that. That bird would come bite me in the neck once. I'm dead. I'm done. So right. first and foremost, fuck the Packers and go Hawks. Go. You see how what I did there? Do you see what I did there? Instead I see of go that. Pack, go, Hawks, go, go, go go Hawks. Go. That was smooth. I, I wish I didn't explain it. That was dumb of me. You said you knew what I was doing. I shouldn't have explained it, but go Hawks, go. The Seahawks take down the measly, disgusting, shape, and quite frankly, repulsed the Packers. We have the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, this is a matchup against the Raiders. I was Chiefs hoping I would be this one, and this one, Sammy. This is not very nice, but what, Raiders are people who take over your land, right? And Chiefs, I'm sorry, not trying to be insensitive. A lot of Chiefs have been take, had their land taken over in the, in the past, hopefully not in the future. Uh, the Raiders would come in, they would take over the land, and they would dominate the Chiefs. Because Raiders usually have a little more, you know, good weaponry there. You know, I was hoping you did what I did there, George, and instead of going with the Packers against the Bird, is did a 180 and say the Chiefs have taken had their lands taken over, but that changes 
today. I thought that's what you were going with. I no, thought that's no. what I was going to get. I thought I was going to get a spiel about why we're in 2021 and that changes today. And the Chiefs are going to have the rest of the Patriots on their back. And we're going to support them and take down well, the Raiders. I, I was just trying to find a way to say that without being canceled. Well, actually, you said it would be more likely to be canceled. No, that's what I mean. I, I was trying I was trying to say the Raiders would beat the Chiefs without being canceled there. So I don't know if I'm canceled. But I this is just a theoretic game. I don't want any Raiders taking over lands of Native Americans. So we're clear. All right. Yeah, you take it too uh, seriously there. Okay, let's go forward. <laughs> all right. The Rams fucking dangerous animal i don't know if you listened to last week's podcast sammy gave a great definition about ram at the 49ers and this is on monday and this is this is on my birthday on my birthday fun fact november 15th so it'll be a fun game to watch although i am rooting for the uh 49ers just to get rams a couple more losses and the niners are kind of crap i don't know that's a tough one who i don't know who i'm rooting for never mind the point was the Rams would absolutely demolish the gold miners. And there's a reason behind that too. It seems very likely that a Ram would be out in that wilderness that like the gold miners are in, like out in the dirt in the middle of nowhere. Oh, and yeah. the Rams, the, the thing is, I know the, a, a miner will have like a nice hatchet, have a good chance that they knew the Ram was coming, but the Ram would never come in with a clear attack. It would be a sneak attack from the back. And yep. uh, you know what we all don't like, George? We don't like sneaky fucking animals with hooves. I was going to say we don't like backstabbers, but the Rams are going to be backstabbers and take down the 49ers. Beautiful. That's our mascot game, Sam. Bam, bam. Well, George, now that we've done some uh, NFL mascot matchups, we've done some stooges of quarterbacks and whatnot. Yes, sir. We have a little NFT section, and George and I, you know, are starting to get into some NFTs in, in the sports NFT world. You know, so you might start hearing about it a little more on this podcast. You know, we might try to incorporate it into the business a little bit. So we thought we might as well start bringing up a couple NFT topics. This week, I'm bringing up mine. George on Friday will have an NBA NFT topic during our NBA podcast. Yes, sir. And today, I'm going with the interesting. Uh, it's a big name one. It's a big name company, but Fanatics, who's owned by Michael Rubin, who I believe is a part owner, a majority owner of the 76ers, correct? Yep. Michael Rubin, he's the one that always got, uh, what's his name, out of jail and like brought Meek Mill. Meek, Meek Mill. Uh, his, his token or his company or whatever, the NFT company, Candy Digital, lured $100 million in Series A funding. And now it's valued at $1.5 billion. Um, and one of the partners, uh, in man, we don't know how much he invested, but this launched in late June uh, during the beginning of the NFT boom. And what they're trying to do is effectively give NFTs a unique and uh, non-hackable certificate of authenticities. Sports leagues are drawn to the technology for this reason, and some league commissioners predict NFTs will help reinvent ticket models and different things like autographs or different things like whatever in the sports world needs some type of authenticity or some security, these NFTs will have those secured. 
That's pretty cool, especially in the ticket game, right? Like, I mean, it's going to be really cool down the line where if your ticket's like an NFT and it's saved into like a digital folder that you can always access and show people, hey, I was at this game. Were you really at this game? Yeah, I was. Here's my NFT ticket. Yeah. I was thinking uh, more importantly than that, which is like these things will have value. If you have tickets to game seven of Cavs Warriors, Kyrie hits the game winning shot. Mm-hmm. That can be a NFT that also has value because it's not going to be usable. Oh, totally. Post, not going to be usable to get into a game. But like, for example, you know me, I've collected almost every ticket of every sporting event I've gone to. But recently we've moved into a digital game of tickets. I don't, think i have the last 10 50 i just went to sofi stadium this weekend i don't have any physical actually what i've been doing i went to that houston astros playoff game i went to sofi stadium i've been buying souvenirs because i used to just have the ticket stub and that kind of felt like enough for me like that's the game i went to but now i don't even have that i'm actually spending more money luckily for the stadiums i'm buying like souvenirs but lucky for the stadium not so lucky for you yeah, I, I wish I could just keep having my ticket stubs and continue to collect those to remember everything I've been to. So I think something like this would be a great way to have a portfolio of that, not just on like your Apple passes or like on email. Right. You actually have a portfolio of them and they might relate to some value. Super Bowl tickets, big events, small events that you got lucky to get into or different things like that. That's what I think is going to be really interesting with that. I love it. I, I totally agree. I think it's going to be a great, great tool for multiple things. In, as and far it, as sports, I, we don't know where it's going really in the sports world, but I think we're going to be really, really surprised where it goes. And I think we're going to think of things as going to blow people's minds, especially the older generation, not like us who are super young and hip and cool. Hip and cool. Big hip guy. <laughs> uh, so I hip. think this is one thing too. We're, we and George are trying to deep dive more into these NFTs and kind of learn more about what everything is. So if you don't know too much about it yet, we're in the same boat. We're working on it. We'll probably, as this podcast goes, continue to talk about maybe some of the more unique things that we learn and what we're kind of, you know, finding out about these NFTs while everybody else is also trying to learn as well. And of course, as always, DM us at pod that on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or wherever you found us pod or personal, wherever. If you ever have any good topics, good suggestions about NFT or anything about the pod, feel free to reach out. We'll talk about it on the podcast. I'm going to transition that to one more thing, George. We're about to do our first ever get to know you section. Love it. And we're going to start with, and this is why I said good transition, because DM us on pod that or at our personals, wherever you find this podcast or at the sports on tap, wherever DM us some stories, some interesting things about you guys. It could be a funny story. It could be a sporting event you went to, something you want to tell us, a question, whatever it is. And we'll add that to get to the get to know you section. If you want advice, if you want to tell tell us a situation about your life with sports. You want to give us advice? Yeah, give us advice. Your podcast sucks. I'll read it. I swear. Reverse life advice. That'd be pretty good. Hey, Hey, George, I think you should shave your beard. This is why. I mean, okay we'd read that but whatever you guys want just send it in because we want you guys to get to know us a little bit more at the end of every podcast um and kind of get to know more about our personal life and what we're up to um and if we have any funny stories or anything that we've been up to and uh we'd love to do the same with you guys as well so i have two things i want to talk about personally and uh one is just that i saw sofi stadium and i think it was kind of the craziest craziest thing i've ever seen it's not like going to you know lambo or going to like a baseball stadium open air 
but the technology that you see in 2021 in a stadium is something I've never thought I'd, I never really assumed I'd see a stadium that had a screen like they have and the, the like just the absolute stature of the whole thing is pretty amazing. Uh, what would you say? Like you said, like the technology, like what, what, what really stood out to you? Like I, people, oh Take yeah, it's guess. so cool. I'm okay. The screen. Yeah. It, but would you just, like, it, is that like, you anything can't, it else? is that it's that serious. Like when you see the screen, you're going to be like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Okay. Like that's how serious I feel the screen is like in terms of like how shocked I was. So I, that was really exciting. I got to go see some old college friends that I haven't seen for three years, my old college roommates. Um, and that was a really exciting time in my life. And the other thing I was going to say was the day before that, I had something I was going to bring up with you, which is for George's birthday. George's birthday was Halloween. I him. Oh, fuck. I was, that was kind of bringing what I was bringing up. Okay. <laughs> it's perfect. Then we'll just do that for you. We and George went ATVing. Um, I brought him a birthday present to go ATVing. A great experience through the Arizona deserts. But let me, I'll let George continue this one. So I had my fun. I had those are my two stories. My mm-hmm. first one wasn't really a story. I just want to mention SoFi was pretty fucking amazing. Like, yes. Yeah. You know, well, I just had to bring well, it up, and then the ATVing was the next exciting thing I've I, done. I'm leaving. I'm leaving my other one for Friday, which is a uh, if you if you're a Seattle sports fan, I went to the Kraken versus Coyotes game, so we'll talk about that on Friday. Um, but I'm talking about the ATVing experience, and I just wanted to bring up something because you guys don't really know us. So here's the thing: I tend to be a guy who's a little le- more risk um, averse as far as extreme sports, as far as wanting to do things like, for example, I'd never skydive under any circumstance. Humans were made to be on the ground, not jumping off airplanes. And if you have a uh, counter to that, um, leave it to yourself. I'm not listening because I'm really scared of skydiving. So this, so Sammy gives me an ATV trip throughout the, through the desert. I'm actually pretty good at driving it. Not going to lie. I actually really liked it. It was so much fun. But I'm going to go backwards here for a while because me and Sammy were in Colombia. Um, if you listen to this podcast, you know that we were recording a lot in Colombia. And one day we decided to take motorcycles from a city, probably heard of it, Pablo Escobar, Medellin, to Guadapé, which you probably haven't heard of it. Think Lake Chelan, Seattle, folks. And we rented some motorcycles. And the whole entire thing, I thought it was going to be easy. We went through roads and streets and freeways and we finally got to our destination and the odds were minus 1000 versus me and sammy that i'd be the one who crashed and sammy fell crashed into a wall whatever um the whole atv experience my whole goal was not that that wasn't that wasn't a whatever what happened was remember we drove for two hours we're talking about a real drive guys Mm -hmm. like two hours through Mountains, cities, freeways. Rain. rain. Rain was on the way back only. But sure, know, rain, all this. So it was rain on the way back. There's no, I'm not here to lie. I'm here to do, for two hours through the mountains, whatever. And like 90% of the time, I had to slow down, find George. I lost him on the freeway for a while because I just kind of go. I'm kind of a crazy driver, but like I've, I used to ride dirt bikes. I kind of know what I'm doing. What happened was we're going up this mountain to go climb this rock thing in Guadalupe. And I happened to get really distracted by the view behind me. I was like, holy shit, this is nice. And as I turned my head, somehow there's a giant wall of rocks in my face. 
And so I decided, well, it's either me versus the rocks or the bike can go. Yeah. And, and so the bike I decided, went. The bike went. I decided, huh, I, the best option is to jump here. And I jumped off the bike and allowed it to go smash in the wall. And somehow only damaged it for, for what? Like, what's $20? $20. Yeah, it was just a front bumper. But yeah, so, I mean, perfect. So that's the thing. Sammy crashed. Sammy never crashes. I'm the one who always crashes. Two-hour ATV. On the way back, with about four minutes left on the clock, I'm counting down. George, you don't crash, bro. You don't crash. You don't. Ha- the ATV flips over. I get a cut on my arm. I'm falling, and I and this is go- going down a hill. Sammy's already at the bottom of the hill, and Sammy had the Sammy literally had to run up the hill, and he helped me flip over the thing. The coolant was all over the place, and as always, I going to be clumsy i it took me two experiences to fall but i finally fell and i just wanted to point out i fell and i really did he really actually how, how the my part of the story goes is i got some air on this rock like literally like two feet off the ground on my on atv i was kind of like holy shit that was that was a kind of scary moment and i'm going down this hill and i did my classic look back where's george and when i looked back I was like, man, this guy's taking a little longer than usual. Like, where is he? Like, I just, I was at the bottom of this hill. So I was like, hmm. And then I decided, let me turn off my bike. Let me just like, at least hear him coming. Right. Turn it off. Somehow there's no noise. And I was like, first reaction was fuck. And I, that's when I just, I left my phone, the keys, the ATV, and just started sprinting up the hill. And I have a phenomenal picture of George at the top of the hill. Bikes on its left wheels just like yep. standing on the left side of it coolant's going everywhere he didn't even close the coolant i came and closed the coolant for him this guy's sitting there know. with a bloody I hand about, i don't know shit about coolant. And the, the best, best part, part is i know what you're what? gonna say let me guess we get back to park the bikes no the not first the best thing, part okay. yet. Best part is i told her i'm gonna help him flip it I didn't know you left it on. I thought it was like you let, I turned it off, but then I didn't know that you weren't going to hold the brakes because you were holding the front of it. <laughs> and I helped you flip it. And I who dove to grab the brakes? The, the thing started. I literally dove like Superman. To yeah, grab you the dove. You dove. You dove. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, you saved my life. It's good. Thank you, man. You're crazy. Are you are you paused? No, I said you're crazy. That's it. Oh no, I, I it didn't come into the night. Yeah, no, it was awesome. But the like, it was so much fun. And then we finally get back to return the bikes, and like we park, and the first thing guy goes, "You flip it," or the ATV goes, "You flip it." I'm like, yeah, I, I tried to hide it, but you know, I wasn't able to hide it. Fifty bucks down the extra for Sammy's birthday present for me, and I really appreciate it, man. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was, it was, it was a great time. It was a great time, but and I, I almost was. Uh... I was actually really proud that you were going to go two times in a row without flipping, but I know I, I was so close to, it was like right at the end. It happens though. It happens to the best. of Yeah. Or the worst like me. I mean, you know, I was going to crash <laughs> my guy. Well, make sure you guys submit to us too. your stories, what you guys are up to. And you'll get more stories about me and George and what the hell we're up to in our weird ass lives of biking and ATVing and, our lives aren't always that exciting, but we've had a good, exciting couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't know. We always find ourselves into something. Hey, uh, where should they send that to? Like, is there a better place? Email, Instagram, Twitter, 
or anywhere. I've said really. it like four. I said it like four times, but I'll say it again. If you I want, know, you can either DM us at Pod that you, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or at the Sports on Tap, or at our personals, or wherever you found the podcast. Uh, there's also an email button at the top of my, our website at www.thesportsontap.com. And if there's not a email button, I'll re-add it, and you guys can email us <laughs> over like there. That. I'm in the middle of checking. So right. either way, DMS wherever you want, any of the places you find us. There isn't an email button. Actually, no, it says write for us. You can click that, too. You see a button that says write for us on the website. You can yeah, email yeah. us there, too. Uh, but... Hit us up anywhere. That was going to be in the intro anyways. That's why I was like, eh, don't worry about it too much. But hit us up there and we'll eventually open up something very specific or keep it to like, hit us up at pod that DMs on Instagram, for example. Perfect. That's the best place. Hit us on pod that DMs on Instagram for now. Uh, George? My man. Happy Veterans Day. Uh, happy happy Veterans week Day. 10 of NFL. And we'll be back Friday for some NBA. Until then, you know what they like to say. Cheers to sports. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports.